What's up, guys? This is William, and uh, I'm going to try this new thing here where usually I record this podcast using an app, and I'm going to, like, I use the app with other people. So I was like, all right, well, since I can't book anyone else on this show, I might as well just fucking do my own thing. Just keep it, keep it going. So I've been, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Disappointed. That's one word I could say. Disappointed. And I'm learning to, I'm I'm messing around with this book called Awareness. I'm going to, when I finish the book, I'm going to go more into the details of, of this book. Um, I'm just reading right now, little by little as I, I'm a slow reader, (laughs) So I'm not even going to uh, try to speed up the process because I like to understand what the fuck I'm reading. Uh, that takes time for me, personally. Everyone's different. My wife can read a book in a fucking week. The book that I have is very small. She can, I'm pretty sure she could read the book, the, the goddamn book in two days or a day even. Um, it's about like a five-hour book of reading straightforward, I think. I could be wrong. I don't know. That's just approximately what I think. It's about like I don't know how many pages, like 120, maybe. Um, I'm already on page like 16. It's like past halfway, halfway done. Um, so anyway, besides that, I've been aware of things way more because of that book. So that's why I'm like actually digging the book. It's uh, it focused on things that I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's part of the awareness process. I agree with that. So then I. I become aware of that thing that this book points out. So it's inter- it's interesting to say the least. Um, it may not be for everyone. And uh, this is, I wanted to make a quick point with this here. Philosophy. For me, philosophy is life. It's everything around us. It's what we take, what we understand, and what we we gather based on the information that we, uh, from our experience. So many of us, we take that experience, the lessons, the valuable lessons in life, then we translate that into words and, and whatever the hell we want to do with it. And it becomes our philosophy. So everything I'm doing in my life, I'm just trying to gather all my past experiences, all my current experiences and things that I can learn from and take from it and actually make it benefit my life. I'm trying to make it a f- my philosophy or a concept and, or an idea that can help people, uh, others that may try it themselves. It can help you, the person listening, the person watching, have a uh, an, another option to 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 see life differently, to have a better perspective. I don't want to say better. I'm like trying to choose my words wisely here because that's very subjective of me to say, right? I can't say something's better if it's just, if that depends on the person. But I'm, I'm trying to be careful what I say. But you get what I'm saying. For me, I come out with a philosophy like my personal philosophy, the three pillars of a relationship, of all relationships, not just Spouse, significant other, married couples. We're not, I'm not talking about exclusive to man and woman, woman and woman, man and man. I'm talking about, or whatever else. I'm talking about legit 
relationships with anyone father and son mother and daughter mother and son all that shit my three pillars if you want to go listen to that episode uh i did an episode on that i'm not sure all these things i do i'm very uh self-critical if if that's the term that i'm looking for (laughs) i I look I, i i get hard on myself based on like how I explain things and I, I'm doing way more better now that I'm on what episode am I on episode uh, 23 but like 25 ish to be exact because I'm, I'm not now not recording episodes because I'm doing a solo cast uh, my daughter's in the background by the way I can't do anything about that my daughter is my daughter I'm doing this because I enjoy doing this so this is just my time this is all I can do I'm trying to put it out there, and if she if she if she is a distraction to you, that is something that um, you have to be aware of. I mean, because when I listen to podcasts, I'm listening to the the person speaking, and if I hear some random noise in the background, why am I focused on that noise? Is my attention not on the person speaking because it's not interesting? You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Anyway. So I just wanted to put that out there because that's just my insecurity showing right there where I'm trying to f- I'm trying to defend myself, son, because I'm already thinking people are, are not liking her in the background singing the song. Watch. Arya. Easy up, girl. She kind of understands. Episode five, the three pillars. That's where I pretty much share uh, my philosophy of a relationship. And uh Based on my experiences, based on everything I've learned and gathered, I share what, what my philosophy is with relationships, all relationships. And I take that and I apply it to my life and it works for me personally. And I hope that other people who may try this out themselves can take it and apply it to their own life and work for them because I really believe it works, but you have to try it yourself. It doesn't... It's not going to work for everybody, of course. This is, I'm not basing anything I do. So, okay, let's go to that now. Everything I do is not based on science. Okay. Now, I know that sounds retarded because we don't want to depend on someone who doesn't rely on science. Now, I believe in science. I believe that science backs up. It gives you evidence enough to see if things, if things are worth, I guess, paying for or spending your time with right or like okay the science of meditation there is science and data plenty of data and science of meditation meditation goes back ages okay so we believe that we we know that we know that it works do you know how it works and why it works they may explain it but it's better for you to try it yourself right so anything i do it's all based on gaining the trust of the people, whoever I speak to. I am not a philosopher. I am more of a philosophizer. I guess that's the word you call it. A person who comes up with uh, his own philosophy and with things based on experience and whatever, and then applies it to his own life. I am a person who applies my own fucking methods to my own life. I take other people's philosophy. I take others. I try anything I can to see what works for me. And I find the things that work for me and I just share it. That's all I'm doing. All right. So that, that clears up anything for anyone that doesn't trust me, whatever, if you you don't have to trust me, but this is just me just 
being honest, genuine with my experiences. I would not bullshit. I don't want to. Why would I waste my time bullshitting around? Hey, are you easy? Why would I waste my time bullshitting around with this? Spending time on the fucking doing this as a hobbyist, so to speak. I'm not getting paid at all for this shit. And I don't intend to get paid. It's not my intentions. If I do get paid for this, whatever, that's okay. That means I can get paid to do something I love and it can lead me to doing more of these uh, and rely on it heavily by getting science to, like doing research to say, hey, this is the science. But I don't have time. I don't want to make time for that shit because this is my time. All right, moving on Uh, because I don't want to keep defending myself. But the three pillars is one of my philosophies that I believe in because I I use it for my own life. Uh, Something I came out with a while ago and uh, I'm married now with three kids. Uh, You know, I fucking, me and her, me and my wife are happily married. We're not bullshitting. We're fucking, we take this relationship shit really serious and we both apply my philosophy together. I'll always remind her whenever something goes off and she always reminds me the same way. We both remind each other, and that's the whole importance of it. Um, we keep our pillars up, basically. All right. So, I lost my point when I was going, how I got here. So, I'm going to have to back up a little bit and go back to what I was talking about, if I can remember. Uh, I can't really remember. Fuck it. Oh, I was just talking about the... Uh, Oh, there she goes. She wants to make noise doing something else now. <laughs> uh, you can't do much about it with a child who is in, who just wants to use her imagination. So, sorry. I tried. I tried to keep her quiet. Arya. She's, like, disappointed at anything I say now. She's like, oh, I can't do anything. Um. So, going into... Uh, fuck. There's a reason why I started this episode now. It's blanking. Now it's blanking my head. Okay. So I experienced something recently that made me reevaluate myself and my decisions. Why am I doing certain things? So recently, I don't, I don't like to, I do my best not to reach out to people so that I don't annoy them with my, my help, right? I have this something in me that wants to help people that's all i want to do is help people but i have to reach out to people because no one reaches out to me for some reason i don't know i guess because i'm scary i don't know (laughs) it's something i'm doing wrong that people don't reach out to me and it's it's fine i don't it's like i can't be i can't be mad that people don't reach out to me it's fine it's not a big deal right my wife however she works at a front desk and everyone reaches out to her for advice Mind you, my wife is not that much of a people person, so to speak. She doesn't really, I can't explain it. It's not that she hates people because she doesn't show that, but she says that she hates people, that type of shit. She has that add to her. She's like, ah, fucking people. But people go to her for advice. They ask her for advice. And I'm just like, I'm jealous as fuck. Like, are you serious? I, that's I, that would be. Uh, can I work for? Can I work where you work? <laughs> Getting paid to give advice to people like that. I don't know why I want that job. I don't know why. I should have been a goddamn therapist, but I was just too lazy to do all the fucking schoolwork or a counselor or not a counselor, uh, a psychiatrist, 
but I didn't, I didn't want to give medicine to people. I didn't want to prescribe medicine. I don't get, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not falling for, I'm not, not that I'm not falling for it, but I don't like the idea of getting, giving meds to people that, um, I don't know. That's, it's just a strange world. I believe in, I don't want to say this, but self healing, <laughs> I'm doing bunny ears, but it's just the process of self healing is just, it, it is what it is, right? You're hit, you're, you're using methods to go over your psyche or your, your the things that are fucking with you mentally speaking uh i'm talking about i'm talking about basic shit i'm not talking about this advanced bipolar i'm not talking about bipolar people who are bipolar people who are psychotic i'm not talking about that those motherfuckers those are things i would love to learn more about actually but that is that requires a lot of schoolwork and shit like that so i'm lazy i gotta do more reading on that but i'm talking about the basic stuff that i've been through Suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety. Anxiety is like everyone's favorite word now. But um, all that shit. I'm talking about all the basic shit that humans go through and don't know how to fucking face sometimes. Fear, anger, uh, all that shit. All these different emotions that we go through. We don't know how to deal with it sometimes. And then we become adults and then we're like, what the fuck? It fucks with us. Then we get trapped because we are in life now we are there no one taught us how to deal with our fucking emotions so here we are fucking around doing all this shit acting a fucking fool drinking shit i'm gonna take a drink hold on we're drinking shit so we're drinking our feelings away we're doing drugs popping pills doing anything to fucking get away from our emotions because we're scared oh my god it's driving me fucking nuts oh jesus nutsness it's fucking with us so we don't learn how to face them because no, like our, mo, I would say the majority of us aren't taught that because the majority of our parents weren't taught that as well. A lot of us were taught to fate, like to deal with it, <laughs> deal with it. Uh, my main thing I was always told to deal with was man up, be a man, deal with the shit, you know, all that nonsense basically. And it bugs me that um that a lot of people are still uh, there's a lot of people dealing with this over 20 over 30 shit over 40 shit over 50 there are people dealing with this for the rest of their lives because they're not they don't look at what's there for them and that's themselves it's it's it sounds ridiculous <laughs> I, I talk to my wife about this shit all the time uh recently anyway that People are looking for peace. People are looking for happiness. People are looking to be fulfilled. People are looking for things so that they can enjoy life. And what we do is go outward and try to find this goddamn thing. And what happens when we try to find shit? We can't fucking find it. It's frustrating. It fucking pisses us off. So we just get on fucking Twitter or Facebook and bitch about it. Because I can't find this fucking thing that I'm trying to fucking find. Where is this shit? I get on Facebook and I see everybody else found it somehow. How the fuck did you find it, bitch? Oh, I just got to get a fucking kid. Oh, I just get a house. Oh, I got to get a car. Oh, I got to do. I do. I got to do all this shit. Oh, I got to be like the rappers. Oh, I got to be like the celebrities that we see. That's our lead. That's the way. That's the way the happiness. Oh, we got to own our fucking own top business to make a million dollars a year, whatever, a month, an hour. <laughs> I don't know. We get so distracted and caught up with bullshit 
and we fucking go out. Ah, uh, we don't know where to go. We're wanderers. We're wondering where the fuck is this thing that is going to make me feel happy. That's what we're doing. A lot of us. Because we're not taught the basics of being a human being. I got to listen to my nine keys of life episode. Because <laughs> I totally forgot what my nine keys of life are. I may have brought up perspective. I may have brought up gratitude. I may have brought up um, awareness. And I forget what else I brought up. But those are my, those are three key words that I think about. If I, I think I hope they're on there. <laughs> I haven't done an episode in a while, so it's funny how I, I, I make an episode and I don't even know what my nine keys are. I gotta, I gotta get back to my notes and remember what that was, what those nine keys were, and maybe fix it. I, it was basically an episode that I was just paying attention to, to all the words that we identify things as. Gratitude is appreciation, pretty much. Gratitude is so important to me. Gratitude is one of the most important things that I'm so happy that I'm aware of right now. Awareness. That is the most important thing out of everything. Not really. I don't want to say out of everything, but it is one of the most important things that gives you the foundation of your life. Fulfillment. I think I mentioned that too. Find like having fulfillment is being able to identify what fulfills you what gives you that sense of being so to speak purpose i think that was the other one i mentioned purpose you got to find you got to have your find your purpose or create your purpose find your purpose in life pretty much or create your purpose in life um going over the top of my head uh, the best things that i think uh i value pretty much out of life time i think i've mentioned time your time here, not time, not TikTok time. I'll talk because this is all created, of course. This this was created so that we can measure time. But our time here, we don't know how long we're going to be here. So we do our best to value our fucking time pretty much. You hear me say that a lot. Value time, value life. I'm doing that for a reason. It's for myself too, by the way. It's not to annoy people. It's not to do the, the fuck. It's my slogan pretty much. It's my subtitle of this show. William knows nothing about philosophy. Value life, value time. If I haven't explained, by the way, what William knows nothing is, again, (laughs) is based on some nerdy crap. Socrates and Jon Snow. Enough said. I already mentioned it a bunch of times on here. But those are the two individuals that inspired me to create the show called William Knows Nothing. So I'm, I have a, I have to sneeze and I can't sneeze. It's not coming out. The reason why I'm bringing all this shit up, by the way, is because uh, I reached out to someone because I, I, I wanted to. I thought, oh, let me just. I found this video. It's from. Uh, I had to look it up. It's from. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's from this amazing YouTube channel, and they are, it's my favorite YouTube channel out of everything, out of everything out there. It's my favorite YouTube channel, and I'm trying to find it so I don't drag this out. <laughs> uh, if I can remember the last episode, something about disappointments. 
So, uh, is it disappointment or dissatisfied? I think it's dissatisfied. Yeah, I think it's dissatisfied. Dis dissatisfied video. <clears throat> okay. I can't even say this. Kirsch. Okay. K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. Kirkazog. Kirsagog. Kirgazat. Some shit. In a nutshell, basically. That's the YouTube channel. Kirkazat. Look up this video if you want to learn, go more in depth with, in depth with gratitude. It's called the YouTube video. Look it up. An antidote to dissatisfaction. Look it up. Great fucking video. And it's not like the healer of all things, but it gives you awareness, a sense of awareness of what is going on in your brain with certain, with uh, why you're dissatisfied. And what the what the antidote is. Spoiler alert, it's gratitude. <laughs> um, but yeah, it goes more in depth than why gratitude is the thing. So just go check it out. It's definitely worth. It's like 10 minutes. Great fucking video, man. I love these guys because they create, they use the uh, animation. I wish I had skills to do this. And I wish I had money to pay somebody to animate my words. Because I could just do shit like this and not have to rely on... <laughs> these long podcasts that people probably find boring just my face no one gives a fuck about my face but i'm trying my best to put myself out there and speak my mind and uh do things to help to be a part of the process of helping others so let's get to that helping others right that's that was the whole point for me starting this episode so i wanted to help i i, I don't i don't reach out to people i try not to but Sometimes I'll see people that need that I feel like are calling for help. So let me just send, let me just try my best to give them any kind of resource I can. Here's the video. This video right here that I just mentioned, an antidote to dissatisfaction. I sent them that video hoping that they'll be wild as much as I was wild. <laughs> I know, I knew most about, the, I knew about the video, like the, the things they covered in the video, I knew already. But they, they went more in depth to explain it more. And I love that shit. Because, like, sh I couldn't explain that shit. But that, there, there it is. There it is right there. <laughs> um, so me thinking, okay, I sent this video. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> drop someone fucking a video. And just, you think that they're going to watch it and then change their life all of a sudden. Nope. That's not how it works, William. It's always, it's always a good reminder for me uh, that everyone is different. If I if someone's passed me this fucking video, I would have been like, wait, what the fuck is this? Thank you so much. Now I, and I would have been obsessed with this fucking YouTube channel because <laughs> it's all about everything that I love. Philosophy, life, why things exist, why this, why that. It's a philosopher's fucking YouTube channel's dream. I mean, a philosopher's dream, whatever. Someone who is a deep that that wants to deep. Wow. That wants to deep. <laughs> that wants to deep throat. <laughs> that wants to think deeply. Someone who wants to deep, Jesus Christ, who wants to think deeply will go to this fucking YouTube channel and just, oh my God, it's just nergasms in my brain when I watch these videos. And plus they're entertaining too because of the animations. So yeah, go check it out. I hope you guys enjoy it. Anyway, this person didn't give back to me. This person didn't say anything, but instead went to Facebook. <laughs> and I forgot what it's called, but basically started talking all this shit. <laughs> 
about people hitting this person up. And I said, oh, shit, uh, I guess I'm, I upset this person uh, because this this comes from a long history, I guess, for over a year that I reached out to this person before and ex- tried to explain to him how much I care about him and how he can do better for himself. If you're listening to this, by the way, I have nothing against you still. I have no nothing against you. It It, it is what it is. It just... What it did was wake me up and remind me, I, I am not going to help this person anymore, pretty much. I'm not going to step out of my step out of my zone or comfort zone or whatever to reach out to people that need help, that I think need help. I'm assuming, right? I'm assuming, first of all, that this person needs help. So why would I go out there and do that? I shouldn't do that. So I need to stop doing that because what, it, what happens is I have a little bit of expectations there and that's another thing I, I want to do for myself is lower my expectations. And I fuck myself over when I go out there and help people because I'm expecting something in return. I'm expecting some type of appreciation maybe or some, for it to work. And when it doesn't work out and so, or someone doesn't appreciate me, I get I feel some type of way. And I don't want to like I will. I'm learning what it is. OK, do I accept this feeling that I feel right here and identify like, OK, I feel dissatisfied or dis- not, or I feel disappointed. Do I value this disappointment? Okay, is this a lesson that I can take from this? How can I make this positive? That's what I usually do. I turn these negative things, everything I can that's negative, and into a positive. Let's not go too extreme now. If someone passed away, I'm not going to turn that into a positive, but I can still, even after I mourn my loss of whoever passed away that's dear to me, I could still afterwards mourn this person and then say, what is positive out of this? Is that they're not suffering anymore. They're not dealing with bullshit. Who knows where they are now? Maybe they found something. Maybe there's something better out there that I don't. we're not aware of. Blah, blah, blah. The list can go on. But that's besides the point. Um, this person clearly wasn't happy with my decision to send that video. <laughs> and I, it, it, it gave me, uh, it told me to step back. And do something else with my time instead of worrying about getting on Facebook and seeing every crying person complain about their life, how miserable, miserable it is. You know, they don't see what I see because I experienced this thing. I I mentioned it before. Social media is a great fucking tool, but it's a double edged sword. If you use it, you cannot abuse it because you will stab yourself. You will cut yourself pretty much. You will fucking fuck up and, and drop the sword right on your fucking foot. (laughs) like you have to take you have to take care of it and i've learned this even now with this double-edged sword i'm trying to use facebook still to study people i'm trying to these i have 700 friends of mine facebook friends right and i'm trying to analyze what people are complaining about i'm trying to analyze what people are happy about I'm trying to analyze what people are posting, what I'm posting, what I'm doing. Whenever I post something, how many likes do I get for something I post? And how does it affect me when I don't get any likes? How does it affect me when I get one like, only two likes, only when, with nobody sharing my shit or with one person sharing my shit or two people? Thank you for those people who share my shit. <laughs> we, we should all share our shit around more. But that's besides the point. How does it affect me when people don't support me? That's the things that I get on Facebook for. Because I like to play with my feelings, so to speak. 
But this one right here, whenever I'm helping someone, um, I feel like I'm playing with someone else's feelings as well. And I don't want to be around messing with someone's feelings. I don't want to de deal with that. That's on them. If someone doesn't want to help themselves, if they're saying, I want to help myself, but they're really not want to help, they really don't want to help themselves when I, when I, especially when I try to reach out and help or something, I don't know. It's hard to say because like if they, if they really want to help themselves, um, they would help themselves, right? So who am I to go out there and help them too? People like to figure the shit out themselves. So yeah, that's my whole point. If people want help, they'll come to me. Those, but the problem is with that is the illusion that is all around us. People will look at my life and see that I'm happy, see that I'm fulfilled, see that I found peace, see that all these things that I'm doing, I'm happy with my life. And they'll they'll just think, oh, that's because you have a house. Oh, that's because you you have a, you have kids and you and you have a family and a wife and you're happy. No, <laughs> that's that's part that's part of it, I guess, but that's not all of it. My family is everything to me. They are my number one fucking priority in this fucking universe. They are everything to me. My wife and my kids, they are everything to me because they value me as much as I value them. Right? But that doesn't make me, this person, whatever's in me, happy, if that makes sense. They are a part of me. They are a part of my life. They don't have any fucking... Uh, responsibility for my mental health they don't have any responsibility for this happiness that i feel they are a part of my life but they don't have responsibility to make me happy that's not the responsibility their responsibility that's my responsibility to identify that happiness is inside of me it's there it's to identify it when i feel happy whenever i am satisfied with my life whenever i am not happy, I need to identify that feeling, whatever is there. Why is that feeling there? Why am I sad? People mistake happiness and think that other people can just pass out happiness coins to each other and shit. Like, oh, you make me happy. Oh, I, you, oh, I want to marry you because you, you make me the happiest man ever. No, body, I think, this is not based on science, by the way. This is just me speaking my my uh, experience, uh, my own personal mindset, whatever. Happiness is inside of me, and I get happy off of things that happened. Happy happened. That's kind of a weird thing, right? Um, so I wanted to point that out because people confuse what happiness is, I think. I think people look for happiness, and it's like you're looking the wrong direction, it's right there. It's right here in your heart or wherever it is inside your body, in your mind, whatever it is, whatever your body and your mind does. I don't know the actual scientific uh, way of explaining that. Um, some therapist or some uh, psychiatrist can explain that, not me. <laughs> but uh, you can Google this probably. But for me personally, from what I can explain is that it's right here. It's all right here. Peace. You're looking for peace, like a peace of mind, like you're looking for happiness and peace. And tranquility and all that, it's right there. It's inside here too. All that and all that good shit, it's in there. But the problem is you have all this noise going on, all this, all these distractions, your mindset, what you understand life as, what you think about things, you identifying happiness as a happiness coin that you get from other people. That's, that's the problem. 
that's it's you you're not looking at it a different way you're thinking inside the box that you were created pretty much you were stuck in that zone of of developing of development from where no one taught you that happiness is inside you dude you just don't allow anybody to take that away away from you don't let anybody take that shit away from you please don't do that you are going to go through the worst things possible. You are going to have the shittiest hand or you're going to have a shitty hand or you're just going to have a sh- uh, just whatever kind of hand you have that it makes you feel sad. But understand that that sadness is a part of you. That happiness is a part of you. These things come and fucking go. They are there inside of you though. All right? You're not always going to be happy in terms of in the moment expressing yourself happily smile on your face but when i smile right i feel good it's a weird thing when i smile whether it, it's a fake smile because i'm faking it like it, it look i look dumb as shit too <laughs> for those watching like i look like a dumb fucking idiot but if i change that smile to that evil looking smile it's a different smile but that's besides the point um I'm losing, losing, I'm losing track of what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I'm getting lost in La La Land. I need a drink. Change that to I want to drink, not need. I don't need a drink to do this. I just, I, I just like drinking along with this process. And I don't always want to depend on that, by the way. But it just feels good drinking, right? Alcohol. That's another thing that i can talk about so that's a whole nother subject my main point though is that we are identifying happiness as an external thing when it's internal it's a problem people are looking for peace three thousand miles away people are looking for peace to go somewhere to do something else we i gotta do this to go get peace no motherfucker you can sit right in your motherfucking living room for those uh watching i'm gonna change i can't i don't want to fuck this up uh, for those watching, I'm going to show you my fucking piece. Let me show you my piece right there. You see that on the floor right there? Those are two f- those are two foldable mats, right? That's my piece. That's not really my piece, honestly. I'm identifying that as my piece because peace is inside of you, right? But what I do is I, I set that shit up and I meditate. And then I start breathing. And then I can identify peace. Because then I start to become aware of my of everything. I start to become balanced. I leave. I don't leave my body, but I let my body rest. It's not moving. All I'm doing is breathing, focusing on my breath. And when I do that, I get to this meditative state after five to ten minutes, depending on what I'm doing. If I'm smoking marijuana, allegedly, if I'm doing that. That will deepen the experience. That would make things way more. Uh, I can't explain it. Three dimensional. It'll add more depth, depth to the experience. And that's for though anyone out there to try it yourself. Meditate. Seriously. And if you live in an area where it's legal to smoke weed, I definitely recommend doing that uh, because you would have a wild experience. It takes time. Because your your bias and all, everything that's blocking this clouds and shit in your brain, that's just gonna block you from seeing it and experience it, experiencing it yourself. But later on, the more you do it, the more you get more uh, disciplined with putting time for it. 
the better and easier it will get for you. When I first started meditating, it was not fucking easy. <laughs> I just want to stress that. It was not easy spending five minutes because I fucking swear to God, I was just like, what the fuck? How do, how, what? This is bullshit. I have all these fucking thoughts in my head. It's like yelling at me. And I'm, uh, how long did I meditate already? It's only been a fucking minute. The fuck? Because we're not used to sitting down, not doing shit. For five, five fucking minutes. Can you sit down for five fucking minutes and just focus on your breath? Can you do that? It's hard as fuck. But until you start to get used to it, it's a skill. It is a skill. Meditation is a fucking skill. Just like everything else. Yoga, whatever else that you do that deals with uh, putting maintenance into your body and in your mind. Everything has a skill. that You have to, you have to keep doing it and then you'll get better at it. Meditation is definitely a skill. It's not something you just jump in and do it right away and experience it. No, it takes fucking time. That's for anybody out there that wants to try it that have never experienced it yet. If you've tried it once or twice or three times or four times or five times or six times or ten times, it is going to happen differently for everybody. Everyone is different, but understand that you need to keep doing it fucking starting five minutes a day and then move your, up, move your ass up to 20 minutes a day. You don't need to do an hour. I used to do an hour because I, I that's when I was suicidal thoughts and I used to deal with the bullshit. And I thought I had to do it for an hour. But uh, yeah, doing it for even just 20 minutes a day or whenever you, whenever. right now I don't do it 20 minutes every day. I do it 20 minutes, maybe two or three times a week. So Monday is definitely a day that I do it. I'm disciplined to do it every Monday for sure because that's my recovery day. I have to meditate. And then during the week, if I fucking feel like I'm overthinking because I think a lot, I allow myself to think a lot. I will sit there and meditate and allow myself to take it easy. I do yoga. So that's part of my meditation too. So I don't. that's number two. I don't have to meditate doing nothing. I could just meditate while I'm doing yoga. So that's part of my meditation process. So there's that. That's my second one. The third one would be either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, depending on what I'm doing. So anyway, I wanted to mention all that because, uh, yeah, we there's people that are looking for peace and happiness out externally, and it's inside. I just wanted to mention that. You have to figure that shit out yourself. Um, you can look up statistic and da- statistics and data yourself if you want to back this shit up. I'm not doing that. That's a lot of time that... I value. So if you don't, if you don't agree with me, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I'm not here to, to play win people over. I'm not here to win anybody over. I'm just here to put whatever my perspective is and share it with the world, my philosophy, just like everyone else is doing. There are a lot of people doing the same shit, sharing their philosophy (laughs) and whatever works for you, you take it or you leave it. There you go. So one last thing I wanted to mention before I end this is, uh, David Goggins, this is, I don't know if this is a whole different podcast. I don't know. But he was basically saying this whole message. I'm going to read it as best as I can to get through it. So it's a picture of him, first of all. It's a picture of someone saying, okay, this is very, this has some language in it that a lot of you may not like. Just let you know, I'm reading what I see. All right. You know how many niggers are rangers? You know how me- you know how many niggers are seals? You know how many niggers are force recon? You can count them bone one fucking hand. Why is that? Because they can't fucking hack it. If you served, you were probably the blue falcon bringing my fucking mail or cooking my fucking chow. Something shit. 
Can't read the rest of it. So that was a message that someone sent to David Goggins. And this was uh, David Goggins' response. That was a screenshot. So, this is life. Swap out the word nigger and replace it with a word that someone has called you. Hate doesn't know color, religion, gender, sexual orientation, ETC. I experienced this sort of stuff my entire life. I used to allow it to consume me until I realized where it comes from. Learn from hate, evil, and ignorance. What made me an expert in dealing with hate ETC was studying the source. Look at the motherfuckers who bring the hate and do the bullying ETC and study them. You will see jealous and insecure people. Others who have been hurt from family ETC. While others are people just in the fucking struggle of life and can't deal with it. Take a step back and look at it for what it is. The guy who wrote this isn't a SEAL, Ranger, or Recon. The black guy reading it, parenthesis me, was out, was two out of the three. This is exactly what I realized years ago. Once you step out, step out of hate, it's just ignorant people who feel like shit about themselves. While it sounds like an after school special, it's fucking true. This is why it's important to empower yourself. You must know who the fuck you are and know your enemies and what hurts them the most. Saying shit back hurts the least. But taking a motherfucker's soul, <laughs> that's my shit. That's forever shit. That was just me. That was that was me adding to that, sorry. Hate of any kind is a fucking mental cancer. Don't fight hate and evil with hate and evil. Taking souls is one of my of many ways to approach the situation. I often, cho I often choose to educate the ignorant with my actions. Trust me when I say this. The guy who wrote this shit didn't know about me. I saw that someone in the comments informed him about me being a SEAL and an enlisted honor man at Ranger School. Taking the souls of the ignorant ones out there is the most gratifying. People want me to write a kid-friendly book and try to pretty up an ugly world but why would i do that this is this is what some of your kids are dealing with and don't tell you about but sally is the reality of life don't protect kids slash people from stuff like this prepare them for it real life doesn't sugarcoat shit it gives it to you in the most raw form and says suck on it it's up to us how we handle shit like this I'm not training for a race. I'm training for life and all that brings and all that it brings. That was any of his message. So you take, you take everything he says here and it's pretty much everything I, I talk about. He's using different language to say the same thing I'm saying. He's saying, taking the souls, take the souls of ignorant ones out there. Take the souls as you you go out there and people that do things, you, you just go ahead, take that soul and apply it to you and just understand it. You harness it. You're like, what is this guy? What is wrong with him? What is wrong with her? Why is this person doing this and doing that? Okay. And then you, you push it, you get, a, you get rid of it. He's talking about taking in uh, and like, like eating it, eating that shit. <laughs> he has a whole different, um, you should check out his book, David Goggins, um, Can't Hurt Me. It's a great fucking book. And uh, 
I don't. There's a couple things that I took from it, of course. Not everything, because not everything is applicable to my life. Not everything is necessary. But the one thing I like is taking the souls. The other one I love, my favorite, is collapsing, collapsing my mind. Um, but that's you read the book and you you figure it out yourself. That's that's why I said this. This is philosophy, people. This this is what philosophy is. People identify what they experience and then they put it out there and translate it into their own language and then becomes their philosophy. And then you apply it to your life to see if it works for you. Collapsing the mind is something. Is his philosophy, and I took that. I like. I love that. I'm taking that with me. <laughs> I took that with me because now I practice that when I train in Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. Whenever I get fucked up and beat up and I beat myself up, I use that to collapse my mind. I'm like, all right, I gotta keep fucking going. I need to, I need to feel the pain so I can get better at this. I know I'm gonna get better. Taking the souls is a whole different thing. He has like different philosophies of uh, taking shit out of the cookie jar, man. It's just he's great. He's fucking. I love that dude, man. He's honest as shit. I can't. You gotta appreciate motherfuckers like this. He motivates me. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, he's not here to motivate anybody, but he's just doing him. And this is what I want to do. Shit like this. Not like him. My own way. So, anyway. I wanted to share that because identifying with words is what another problem with us that we have. Identifying with anything. Words. We create these words, right? It's weird. Or we didn't create these words. We were born and this world had identified these words as all these things. Nigger, for example. Spick. Um, white trash. Or <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a white racist thing. I can't even. Honky. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not. My mind is like clear with that shit. It's weird. But people have issues dealing with words. These are people that are sensitive to anything that offends them it's because they identify with these these things that offend them they look people are confused with what offends them now i think what really offends you why why does it offend you what does it do to your life that someone says you're a faggot I get it. No, I I, told, I, tr I totally fucking understand that there's hate there, right? Because we created that. Fag. You, you hate that fucking word. Gay. That's fucking gay. I can't stand that gay shit. I can't... That's yo, uh, yo, instead of saying that's lame, you would say that's fucking gay, man. People identify that word and say that's offensive. Why? Why is that offensive? People use words differently, right? To describe something in their context. Yet you want to take a word and apply it to yourself. And then harness it. This is my word. It makes me feel things. Let me be honest. Whenever my mom calls my child spoiled. And says that her daddy spoils her. That's daddy's girl. I get and the grip. It grips me up. She presses the buttons. Or anybody else that says that I spoil my child. Because they don't fucking see what I go through. They don't see what I do with my child. They don't see... What me and my wife do to share our experiences together. I'm a fucking first time father with her. How the fuck is she daddy's little girl or whatever? And why does that even matter? And why am I so offended by it? <laughs> it's like I, I I pay attention to things that I do now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Let's, let's work on that. Let's not get offended by my mom. 
because she does it often. She she does that often. She doesn't understand. She doesn't have perspective to see that my child isn't spoiled to based on what she thinks. But why am I defending that? Why do I care? Like whatever. Maybe it's because I respect her so much that you know, and then she thinks that I'm just not raising my child right or something. Like that's why I'm probably getting offended because she's judging my parenting pretty much, and there's insecurity there, right? When someone judges your parenting, if you judge any parent out there, you know <laughs> they're gonna be insecure about that. Because people, a lot of people take parents as seriously. Even the parents that don't take parents as seriously. If I judge my, I'm not going to, if I judge someone, let's just say, let's say that there's a mother or father out there that doesn't take care of their child. If I say you're a shitty father or mother, they're going to be offended by that, right? They're going to feel like shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? You know, maybe, or maybe they might say you're right. You're absolutely right. And they might, they may do something about that. Who knows? But anyway. When we think of these words, we identify with them. And it's so bizarre, but it's it's something that we grow attached to. You got to be careful with that shit. And you got to be mindful of it. Nigga. I can't say nigga without... Because that's the way I was raised. I was raised to say nigga in the hood. But I can't say it anymore. I can't say it in the rap songs because I'm not a person of color. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a black person of color at that. They, they're now we're coming up with all these different fucking labels to come up with exclusive fucking words for our tribes that nobody is allowed to say because now it's offensive if someone else says it. If you're white, you're not allowed to say nigga. You're not allowed to say it along the rapper who's saying nigga a thousand times in his album. You're not allowed to say that. Nope. You can't. You have to find another word. Say something else. Okay, nigga. No, that sounds just like it. You can't do it. Like, okay, so we can't, what the fuck am I supposed to say if the person says it a thousand times in an album? What am I supposed to say? We all know that rap music or music in general, we say words that are in the song. That in the song We sing along. We love singing along to shit. So we can't say nigga now just because you identify as that word. Is there a fucking culture? You got, we all have to look at what we're doing here. This shit gets deeper than that, but I'm just going in along the, the tip of the iceberg here of what words people identify as and how much it affects their life. David Goggins is like solid proof as to what I'm trying to talk about here. He's taking the actual word that I'm scared. To, I'm like, I don't want to use that word because I know that word is dangerous. Saying nigger. Like me even saying that now is scary. Like, you know what I mean? Someone can take that out of context and then say, this motherfucker's racist. You know, and they might want to kill me or something because that word really offends people. But no, I'm, this is based on the contents of what David Goggins said. And then someone would argue, then you could just block out the word. You don't have to say nigger like that. You could just say, you could say N-word. No, I'm going to say the word that I'm reading. It says it right there. That's the word. <laughs> Stop. Let's not look at this word as a thing to offend us because you think that I'm being racist. That's the end of my rant with that, but I just wanted to bring that up because uh, that's something that uh, I wanted to touch base on as far as us identifying with words. This is a part of my awareness process, by the way. I've been reading this book and I've uh, been learning to understand myself more and more based on what I'm doing. That's part of what I've been doing is like looking at the words that I identify as and looking at the emotions that I identify as and everything, everything, everything that I'm looking at. I'm paying attention to more shit. I'm learning way more about things because of my level of awareness and and that's a skill too awareness is crazy getting better at it i can feel it i can i'm aware of it <laughs> it's bizarre man but whatever sounds like fucking hokey pokey dokey shit but seriously if you want to figure the shit out yourself and 
and learn a shit, you have to put the time into it. And that's, you have to be passionate about it. It, it, This is, you gotta have a purpose behind what you're, what you're doing with that. I can't tell you what to do. I could just tell you about it, the experience, and that's it. I think I covered everything, though. Everything I wanted to talk about in this episode. Um, I hope you guys take some, anything from it that you can, that you could, and I hope you uh, you're able to apply it to your life. I have so much more shit to do with sharing my thoughts in my mind before God God knows what would happen. But I'm just trying my best to organize shit so that it my thoughts or my thoughts are organized and understandable. People can understand me because I'm I, I used to suck at that, and I'm getting better at it. I can tell from my own perspective. <laughs> I'm getting better at explaining shit. Before I used to suck at it. I used to, anyway, I'm getting lost with that. Um, if you would like more stuff like this, please uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm mainly, I'm way more active on there and it's easier for me to deal with that than Facebook and Twitter and all that. Twitter is hard for me to get on because I'm, I'm able to do one thing. So Instagram is my main account that I, I have. I have other accounts too, but other accounts as well. But you can follow me on, um, I, I hate when I talk away from the mic. That's a stupid thing that I do because uh, I, I can see the fucking video in front of me. Stupid me. Anyway, on Instagram, it's William Knows Nothing. At William Knows Nothing. Um, everywhere else, Facebook.com, William Knows Nothing. YouTube, YouTube is William Knows Nothing. Twitter is William Knows Not. You can follow me on all that if you want. If you feel so, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Good about these episodes that I do, please feel free to leave a review on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever. Rate the show. Let me know what you think. You can send me a, a fucking email if you want. Questions that you may have. Or DM Slide, slide in the DMs, as they say, <laughs> on Instagram. Whatever. My email, though, is uh, williamknowsnothing at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can message me or send me an email. I will respond happily to have you on the show. doesn't matter who you are. I don't care. It, it just We just have to be able to talk about what I talk about here often. I mean, or MMA or anything related to creative arts. Stuff that I can talk about because I can't talk about politics that much. I, I will try to, but uh, I'm not really. My knowledge is. <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, and I appreciate you guys watching for those watching on YouTube. Um, with that being said, I hope you guys value fucking time and value your life. Because I'm William. And I know nothing. Peace.